0: Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have, and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. (music) Welcome back to episode 69 of the Balanced Bod Pod. I'm your host, Corinne Graustra, holistic health and behavior change coach, podcaster, blogger, and mom-to-be. Very exciting little little twist I get to add to my to my resume there um, and today I want to talk about the difference between obstacles and excuses so when essentially I mean today's episode is titled when obstacles become excuses and so really that differentiation when do obstacles which are real things that get in our way become excuses and how do we move past it so first things first Um, This is not always a one size fits all. It's also not an easy conversation. So think through this uh, and and listen to this with an open mind and see to just try to be really honest with yourself about where you fall in this uh, sort of spectrum or on the spectrum of obstacles and excuses. And it's totally possible for there to be things that have become excuses in certain areas even just because you're not ready to tackle them. And that's totally okay. So be aware and be mindful that there are stages of change things, some things are going to come much more easily than other things. If you feel ready to tackle something, but it's not, you're having a really hard time moving past some specific things, really ask yourself, do I truly feel ready to tackle this? Or are these excuses becoming excuses, obstacles becoming excuses, because I don't feel ready to tackle it. If you don't feel ready to tackle it, try to be mindful in that area, start to become aware of the habits you have or behaviors you're doing. But if you're like, let's take it, let's take exercise, let's talk a tangible example. So if you find that you are always putting off exercise, and you like all of your obstacles are now becoming excuses, but you don't feel ready to exercise, you're like, you know what, I just I don't want to, I have no desire, I don't feel ready, I, It just the thought makes me feel anxious or angry or overwhelmed or just want to cry or do anything else, it's a good time you're probably not ready for that yet. Doesn't mean you don't exercise, doesn't mean you don't move and get healthy, but it does mean um, that you don't put the pressure on yourself to do intentionally. You don't need to go, go to the gym or do a full home workout for 30 minutes every day because that's what you told yourself you're going to do. If you're not ready for that, that's okay. Focus on what part of that are you ready for? Are you ready to go for a walk with your dog or your cat? If you're me, (laughs) what part of that are you ready to tackle and start there? And you might find that it takes you six months to be ready for exercise, and that's okay. There's so much other stuff you can focus on with your health that, yes, we should be moving. You should be getting up and trying to just sit all day. But at the end of the day, too, you got to remember that there are things that are going to come in their own time, and forcing it doesn't actually do anything. So, Keep that in mind. So with the things are ready to change, if you feel like, okay, I like exercise, I don't know why I, you know, fall off track, if you will, I hate that term so much, but I'm going to use it today. Uh, I don't know why I fall off my routine so easily or quickly or whatever the case is. And today's about a little bit of tough love for yourself to get you... Just aware of when your personal obstacles become excuses. So with all of that in mind, let's jump into it. Um, First of all, I want to say obstacles. Um, They pop up all the time. They're not going anywhere. Usually when a client uh, doesn't hit their goal or they come to me and they say, this week was really hard, they use the term life got in the way. How many times have you said that? Life got in the way. Oh, life, you know? It's like this big, vague thing we can just like throw all of our problems on and be like, life, man, you know? But no, we're never going to accomplish anything that way. I do know. I do know how frustrating it can be or how overwhelming it can be to feel like things are constantly working against you. But you have to pinpoint them. And that is really, really important. So instead of just saying like life got in the way or things didn't work, really pinpoint why didn't they work. And so in a second here, we'll talk about some specific reasons why. Um, But there are already so many things that make this whole habit change, behavior change, Think that much tougher. And the problem is that although there are seasons where things are more difficult, right? You're not going to start uh, potentially something brand new over the holidays or when you're traveling for work, but they don't actually get easy. And so, what I see as a pattern is a lot of people will wait until, or they'll say, you know what, life is just really busy right now. I'm going to wait till it slows down. And I saw a meme uh, a couple months ago and it said, adulthood is just telling yourself things will slow down next week, every week until you die. (laughs) I just thought that was so true because they never do. Even when things do slow down and you have less obligations, how many of us then take on more social obligations, right? You're working less. So like, I want to see my friends. I want to, obviously things are different right now, but I want to go out to happy hour. I want to call my friends. I want to do, I just want to rest. And we're not taking that time to do the things that we said we would do when we slowed down, which is totally okay. But just acknowledging that there really won't be a time. Things will be slower than they are right now, potentially, but they don't necessarily get easy, right? So if you're waiting for that, you're going to be waiting until you're old and gray, my friend. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So that, I think, is the biggest thing to acknowledge is there's never a right time. You hear that with kids. You hear that with kids. Like, there's just never a right time to have kids or there's never a right time to do this or that or the other thing. Yeah. Same thing here. There's never a right time. You're going to feel ready. Right. So there'll be a time where you're ready. And then like if you are if you let's say you're a tax professional and you you're not going to start something new over tax time, right? Like that's your busiest time of the entire year. But afterwards, that might be a great time, right? Things, it's a very significant, very uh, jarring difference to go from tax time to now tax time is over. And I have a lot more free time on my hands. So that's, that's an example of how things can change or shift over the year to make things easier or harder. So know yourself, understand what season you're in, and if it really is your most difficult season of the year. Maybe take on less or take on some new, uh, like fewer new things. But if it really is an open, like a, a season of s- space, mental, emotional, physical calendar-based space for you, then that's a great time to take on some things that you maybe um, couldn't when things were a little bit busier. So be honest with yourself about that. But let's talk about now what kind of obstacles come up. Because when I talk about this, it can be really confusing. And you you guys know that I like to talk about things in very succinct, well, (laughs) maybe not succinct. I like to talk, but very tangible ways. I like for you to be able to, I I don't want to just talk in theory. I want to talk in practice because that's really where a lot of this stuff gets tested. And that's where all of this becomes important because who cares about theory if it doesn't work in practice, right? (laughs) So some couple things, and this is not an exhaustive list, and this is not necessarily just in order of like most difficult to, or less difficult to most difficult or, you know, more annoying to more significant, but It is something to this, again, a non-exhaustive list. Things like friends who like to go to eat, right? Like you have, okay, you have the best of intentions on Sunday when you meal prep and plan and you think I'm going to go at once, but then all of your friends want to ask you out like Tuesday is bingo night and Wednesday is beer and burger night and Thursday is happy hour or service industry night or whatever, right? So you've got, you're usually going out four days a week because your friends are asking you to, that stuff is something to take into consideration. That can be an obstacle, right? If you're constantly being asked to go out to eat or um, friends who like that's how you connect. You don't do anything but go out to eat together. So every time you see each other, you want to go out and you go out and you have drinks. And so you find that that's kind of holding you back from your goals. Working late, working overtime is another obstacle. Unexpected plans or visitors. Um, Spontaneity is a big one here. I have a lot of clients who really struggle with, okay, well, I, I like to be spontaneous. so I can't plan you can plan, but it is an obstacle. And that's definitely something to to consider. And we'll talk about that in a minute too. Um, Families who are not on board with your changes, people that make it harder for you to to be successful, who either tell you physically, or I guess, tell you verbally, I'm not on board with that. I don't like that. I think you're going to fail. Or also a little bit more just like, they're not like you're you're cooking two meals, you're doing extra stuff. They're not generally unsupportive. Uh, Vacation that's another big one vacation work travel those are actually I put those two separately because I think that is really important to those are two very separate situations right vacation is for pleasure work travel oftentimes is not for pleasure and you have very little control over your schedule or your meals or what you do during that time because you're working you're being told where to be schedule changes that's a big one. If you go from a night shift to a day shift or you have, like right now we're going through COVID, so we have potentially a pretty big schedule shift right now where we're at home a lot more. We're not doing a lot of the things we were doing before. This could also be the case for um, like winter to summer or the holidays to the rest of the winter season, right? January, February, March, as opposed to October, November, December. The summer versus the winter, right? All those sorts of things. Um, and then even just big life changes, getting married, moving, getting a new job, losing somebody close to you, like all of those are are things that would be obstacles. And this is absolutely not an exhaustive list. But these are some things that's just some tangible ways that we can think of this. So you've got obstacles that that range from daily, like day to day to a little bit more once a year. So you've got holidays or birthday parties or like your own, like your favorite trip that happens once a year, whatever the case is, right? So they're all over and they are different types of obstacles. There's some that are very benign and some that are really significant, some that are day-to-day and some that pop up once a year or a few times a year. But regardless, they are obstacles. They make it harder for you to get to your goals. Whatever your goal is, these things can make it harder. So the question then becomes, if these obstacles are always a potential interruption and there's never going to be a time where we don't have them, how do we move forward towards our goals? And plenty of clients and potential clients that I've talked with end up feeling resigned, honestly, that these are like their circumstances and they'll never reach their goals. Well, my kids are in a lot of sports, so I can't get healthy. I'm never going to lose weight. I can never create a new habit. I can't feel better. I can't go get home more, whatever it is. I have this obstacle. Therefore, I can't do this thing. I will never be able to be this way. Um, you also hear this a lot when people talk about genetics. You, Genetic obesity is largely determined from your choices, not your genetics. Genetics play a much smaller role than they're made out to be. You absolutely might, necess- might not necessarily be easy you might have to work a little bit harder, but it's not impossible. And it is something that for sure we can, whatever it is, right? Any of these obstacles, whether that's a, a genetic predisposition to be or to, to obesity or just something a little bit more like my friends just like to go to eat all the time, right? There's a, regardless of what your obstacle is, you can work around it. And that is something that we really want to pay attention to. So when I hear somebody say, well, my kids are in a ton of sports, so I can't exercise or so I can't, I'll never lose weight, I call BS. So hard. (laughs) So hard. What we do then with these obstacles is we plan for these obstacles. So you're not psychic. You're not going to know everything that's going to hit you in a given week. I would never expect that. That would never be realistic for somebody to expect of you or of yourself. Uh, Except for here's what I've learned over doing this for the last few years is that the stuff that hits us and that comes up for us, those things are cyclical. They continue to come up for us. They might change shape. They might change form a little bit. There's always holidays. All through the year, there's holidays. There's Easter, um, completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. There's Easter and Christmas. There's Easter and 4th of July and Halloween and all these different things. There's always, it feels like if you ever look in the next two months, in the next eight weeks time, there's always going to be a holiday. (laughs) There's something to look forward to or some sort of holiday. So whether it's Christmas or not, most of the stuff is still the same. Your choices might change, or your uh, offerings might change. You might have a, a ham on Easter and a turkey on Thanksgiving, but it re- is it really that different? It's not really that different. And even then, you you know you have the invitation out to happy hour on a weekly basis, or you travel for work monthly or quarterly, or your schedule is inconsistent consistently. It's consistently inconsistent. (laughs) Or you're being asked regularly to work overtime. Like these are things that can continue to come up for us. And what I want to do today is help us to see how we can how we can number one be aware of these things and also how can we see them for what they are and then use those in the future to become more successful because we're taking into consideration our previous experience and using that to inform our future choices. So I want to take a second and make an important differentiation here. So obstacles, although they are you know they, there's many of them, there's a couple different, Categories, there are really two kinds of obstacles. There are recurring obstacles, things that happen on a weekly basis, monthly basis, yearly basis, whatever. And there's things that come out of left field. So, recurring obstacles are the reason that most of us haven't made the type of progress we're looking for, right? Every time we try, we're foiled by the things that come up for us semi regularly. Even spontaneity, which I did mention I was going to talk about, it's recurring because it's usually a pattern of spontaneity. Right? You don't know all the details, um, and you don't need to know all the details in order to know that something fun is probably gonna come up last minute and to plan to get your important things out of the way so that they get done consistently. We do have a lot of time in a day, and I can pretty much guarantee that our mornings are not uh, that different. Well, I guess I can't guarantee, but for most of us, our mornings are not that different. It's the evenings that really differ. So when we're looking at this, no, you might not love to exercise first thing in the morning, but if you love spontaneity, more than you love being, you know, like saying no to that stuff and exercising at the end of the day, that's going to be your best bet to do that at a time that you can actually do, right? So getting things done early, so they can get done consistently. And for things that are, are recurring, whether it's on a weekly basis, or are less frequent, but they're predictable, where they tend to come up once a month or once a quarter or so on and so forth, plan ahead for how you're going to handle it when it comes up. Girl, this is how you hack your life. look ahead and plan for what might reasonably happen based on previous weeks. It's a pretty good bet that you're staying at home this week. (laughs) It's a pretty good bet that you're staying at home next week. So instead of being, you know, instead of being surprised, I've got so many people that I talk to who are consistently surprised by the things that come up for them every single week. They're surprised that they have to work overtime. They're surprised that they have to, or that their friends invited them out to happy hour or that their, you know, kids need help with homework or some, I don't know, maybe not that one, but, uh, you know, some of these things that happen for them on a regular basis, they're surprised by. And that just tells me that we're not being intentional. Not necessarily that you can't be intentional or that there's anything wrong, but it just means we're not kind of logging that information in our brain to look at patterns to say, oh, this actually happens every week. Hmm, Interesting, right? So being intentional to notice what is happening and what is stopping you from getting to your goals or threatening, like what obstacles are actually coming your way and create a plan. So that when it comes up, not if it comes up, when it comes up, you're prepared. And honestly, without this, without creating a plan, without doing this, we are flying by the seat of our pants every week. And that our sh- the, then we end up being like sh- totally shocked <laughs> that our meal plan didn't get eaten when everyone asked you to happy hour a few times that week like they do every week, right? And so it's it's being extremely realistic, not only about your capabilities, but about what is going to come up for you this week. If your favorite thing in the entire world is to go to happy hour, don't take that away from yourself and say, I'm not, I'm never going to do it again. Like it's just not going to happen this week at all because you're used to going out four times and I can guarantee you. The draw to stay at home is not as strong as the draw to go out to happy hour. So go do that. <laughs> go do that, but plan for it, right? Plan ahead, maybe eat before you go and still have a cocktail or whatever. But create a plan for yourself so that when that comes up, you're not like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. You're really prepared for this. You're like, yep, totally got a plan B for this. Sweet. I feel prepared. Not only are you are going to feel better, but you're going to hit your goals because you're not constantly surprised and the stuff that you start actually gets finished, right? If you say, okay, I'm going to go out... I'm I know I'm going to get four or five invites this week. I, I, I think reasonably I want to go three times. That feels really sustainable to me and totally um, realistic. So I'm going to go three times. I'm going to say no to the people that are a little bit less close to me and yes to my friends I haven't seen in a while. And then the other days you plan for what you're going to have at home, right? So that's like how, that's how that looks when, yeah, you might have spontaneity. You don't know which days it's going to be, but honestly, your day, just because you assigned a pot roast to Tuesday doesn't mean you should eat a Tuesday. It can be a Thursday meal or a Tuesday or a Wednesday meal or it doesn't have to be that exact same day. So be flexible. Um, but again, most of the things that happen aren't new to us. They happen on a recurring basis. And the sooner that you learn from the experience you've had in the past and suss out what works and what doesn't work, this whole thing is going to be easier. Now, out-of-left-field obstacles, I love talking about this because this is really, really important. These are the things that haven't come up for you recently and you genuinely didn't expect. Again, going back to this, you're not psychic. You can't plan for this. Like your coworker quitting and then leaving their responsibility to you to do their job on top of yours, nope, couldn't plan for that. Unless you told you. Then maybe. But for the most part, you can't plan for that. Um, Random business travel. Like you never travel and they're like, hey, I need you to go. I need you to go here. You're like, Okay. Um, a friend surprising you from out of town, staying at your house. like These are all things you can't plan for ahead of time. And these are what I call out of left field. These are a little bit less straightforward than the recurring obstacles because they differ in the exact situations, but the strategy is still extremely similar. You figure out the characteristics of the situation that make it challenging. So things like routine change, lack of control over food or exercise, you know, having company, whatever. And then you mentally file it away, right? So I know that this situation was difficult for me because I had no control over my food or exercise when I traveled for work the last minute. Okay, so then you can pull it out when you are also in another situation where you're saying I, I have no control. Let's say you're traveling um, for pleasure, but you're visiting people, and so and you're you you did not rent a car, and so you're really stuck with what they're going, what their options are for you. You're not, you don't have any control over the food that you're presented there, except for if you go out to eat, you. You take those same strategies. It's the exact same situation. It looks different, but the but the same principles and characteristics are the same, right? And so you can then file that away under this category. So every time you experience a situation that is that situation or a similar situation, you pull it back out of your mental file folder. And anybody, I always think of the SpongeBob episode where he's got the mental file filing cabinets, and all of the SpongeBobs in his head are like running around and putting. Like setting files on fire—that's kind of what I think about inside my head. But the file folders got right to the point. The file folders—that's what we're looking for. The goal is to create a mental library of options, so that when something goes awry with similar characteristics, you'll be able to draw back on that. The time you were asked to travel last minute for work, or the time that you had friends over and didn't, weren't able to control, uh, or you know didn't plan for going out to eat five times that week, or whatever. So you. Figure out the characteristics of that situation that make it challenging. And then you figure out what works and what doesn't work to help the situation. You've got to be flexible in the moment. If you're not flexible, if we're stuck rigidly to whatever comes out or whatever your goal was before you had this new information, you are never going to make that goal. It's just not going to happen. I have so many people who on my client list who, are, who get injured, right? So their goal is to exercise, let's say, five days this week. And then they twist their ankle on a walk. And then they're like, Corinne, I didn't hit my goal. I'm a total failure this week. And I was like, so please explain to me how, like, you, you can't walk. Physically, you're on crutches or you're in a wheelchair. Like, how are you going to hit your exercise goal of five days a week? How is that ever realistic? You can't do it because the information you're getting through the week has changed things. And it's no longer a realistic goal. And so you have to let that goal die pick it up a different week or a different day, and just rethink things. And that is how we are able to be successful. It's it's avoiding the mental, the mental trap of all or nothing. And it's really getting to the heart of planning uh, for things potentially not always to go your way. I think a lot of people, myself included, and I used to do this all the time, we plan for plan A, like best case scenario, here's how this will go. And then Life happens, right? <laughs> Life happens. And best case scenario happens like twice a year, right? And then we're we're caught kind of with our pants on. We're like, I don't know how to handle this. Let's just pick it up on Monday. And so this is really the best way to decide for yourself and to kind of figure out for yourself, what can I do and how can I handle this so that when it comes up, I'm not stuck and completely caught off guard. So to put simply, to answer the initial question that we talked about at the beginning, when do obstacles become excuses? Um, Obstacles become excuses when you don't learn from them. Or you let your obstacles become the reason you're not doing something when they've already happened once or twice. So for example, if you say that working overtime is your obstacle, but if you work overtime each week or several times a month, that's now an excuse and not just an obstacle. But if you were to create a plan and even to lower your standards during those times, which is totally appropriate, you can still make progress and it's no longer an excuse. Do you see where I'm going with that? So as soon as your obstacles become the reason you're not doing something, if it's, if it's the first time you're experiencing an obstacle, it's there's no way you can plan for it, right? You can try to be flexible, handle it the best you can. It is what it is. But as soon as you know and that you've been through that before and are still saying, mm, I can't because I'm working overtime, but it's like the third day in a row you've worked overtime, Yeah, plan for it. Create a new plan. Yes. So I would say that's a very long winded way to talk about (laughs) or to, to answer that question. That's when an obstacle becomes an excuse. Please keep in mind that your stage of change really matters during this. And if you don't feel ready to do something, that's okay. It's totally okay. Don't put pressure on yourself to learn it right now. But do try your very best to be aware, to cultivate awareness in that area and that is really the best way to change it. So it's not putting a blindfold on and saying I hate exercise. I'm never going to exercise. It's just is, is saying what being aware of what stops you from like liking exercise or what what struggles you have with exercise. You don't have to act on them. But then also what do you like with exercise? Do I like going out and walking my dog? Do I like gardening? Do I like mall shopping? Whatever it is, I like that. That's my favorite way to get steps in. <laughs> Go to the mall. Not uh, it's kind of an expensive uh, exercise hobby, but it is what it is. So, really thinking about that and taking those things into consideration as well. So, in summary, for all of this, learning from your experience is honestly the best and the only way to overcome the obstacles that threaten to stop your healthy habits. Learning from them—it's the only way you can move forward. If you are constantly shocked by stuff that happens over and over again, you are not going to move forward or move past that because we're not—we cre- ha- have to be one step ahead of our obstacles. Not all of them. Not every single thing that could possibly go wrong, but the stuff that typically happens every week, right? The realistic stuff. And on weeks where you got injured or you were sick or your coworker quit and left you with her job on top of yours, you do the best you can. And you try to figure out what worked that week, what didn't. So that if a situation like that comes up again, I know how to prepare. But you also just give yourself grace because you couldn't have seen that coming. But you probably did see coming your Uh, ask for overtime, especially if it's a busy season for your work. So really just thinking about those two things. And the more that we can become uh, aware, and the more that we can be one step ahead of some of our obstacles, especially the most common obstacles, the better off you're going to be. Without that, you're going to be stuck in the same cycle and just doing the same thing over and over and over a week. Every week, over a week. Okay. Over and over and over again, each and every single week. So you have the power to take control. Do that this week. I'm going to challenge you to it. Yes, it's, it's an obstacle staying home, but no, it is, but will it become an excuse, right? Whether you're, again, this is if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to move forward. Yes. If you are not, if you need time to rest, please do that. Uh, that's really, really important. So know yourself, honor yourself in this time. There's no rush to get back to anything. But if you've also been feeling like, eh, I'm kind of using it as an excuse this is the time for you to to take control this week and to overcome that obstacle so it stops becoming an excuse. Yes, that is all I have for you. Thank you so much for your ears. I so appreciate it. I will see you next week. Bye, babe. That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. And I want to hear from you. Rate and review the podcast. It's actually the best way to support the show and spread the message. New episodes drop every Monday, so don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You can find me on Instagram at thebalancedbody underscore or at balancedbodyhealth.com. Want to work with me? Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free session to see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or suggestions on who or what you want to hear on the show, send them to me via email or on Instagram, and I'll see what I can do. Have a wonderful rest of your week and stay balanced.